This is the Fenway Rundown, the premier podcast for all things Boston Red Sox. You know, people harp on the last place thing, but essentially what's important is the record. If the Red Sox want people to start thinking the ownership cares, then maybe they should talk. This is the Fenway Rundown, brought to you by Mass Live. Here are your hosts, Chris Cotillo and Sean McAdam. Happy Friday, December 1st, the first December edition of the Fenway Rundown podcast, Mass Live's Red Sox show. I'm Chris Cotillo with Sean McAdam, and I gotta say, this guest we have today is the only uh, reason I would take a work call during my vacation here in North Carolina before the winter meetings. With no offense to you, Sean, um, I'm not hopping on a Zoom just to talk with you right now, but we have David Ortiz on the show, second straight year as he promotes his David Ortiz Children's Fund. We talk about that. We talk about the Red Sox and some other stuff. And as always, I think people are going to really enjoy what David had to say. Uh, unquestionably. Uh, he's terrific and a good guest, and we're happy to have the opportunity to speak to him. And we want to remind people that if you want to participate in the pod going forward, if you want to have access to me, to Chris Cotillo, to Chris Smith, as the winter meetings are getting underway on Sunday through most of next week, and then throughout the winter, spring training, regular season, you should sign up for our Fenway Rundown Red Sox Insider Text Program. It's the opportunity to stay up to date uh, completely on all things Red Sox and an opportunity to communicate, ask questions of us, offer your thoughts, and we'll get back to you. It's a lot of fun. People are enjoying it. All you have to do is text the word JOIN to 617-751-6257, then click the link and subscribe. You get a free 14-day trial, and then it's $4.99 per month thereafter. And without further ado, our interview with David Ortiz from today. Our guest today needs no introduction. Red Sox legend, baseball Hall of Famer, David Ortiz, uh, coming from sunny weather in Marco Island, Florida, where he is, as always, doing great charitable work for the David Ortiz Children's Fund. It's the weekend with Poppy Celebrity Golf Classic. Uh, David, I know this has been something that has meant a lot to you for a long time. Why is the work you do with the foundation so important to you? First of all, uh chris you're gonna make so many people mad up in boston talking about the sunny weather down here that's right <laughs> i know it's freezing out there but uh thank you for the opportunity uh sean you also know that uh uh what we do down here it means a lot uh to me and the whole team you have been part of it uh i had to thank you i can thank you enough for everything that you have done uh throughout the media to let people know uh, reality is that uh, this is something that I love doing. Uh, I love helping kids uh, to get better, you know, especially uh, when it comes down to to help. And uh, we've been doing this for the past 15 years. Um, this golf event uh, is something that uh, it means a lot to all of us because this is one of the ways that we use this is our biggest events of the year. We had a couple of things going throughout the year, but this is our bigger. This is our PowerPoint. So we can raise money to continue saving life. Our goal this year is to raise 1.4 so we can uh, uh, 
so we can operate on like 280 plus children, um, say their life, get their heart right. And uh, it is something that to me, these are my biggest uh, home runs because I, I can think of anything better than just putting a child in a better situation so he can, he or he or, or she can have a, um, a better lifestyle, you know, health wise. And uh, this is a game changer for so many families that I have meet up once uh, you give them the opportunity to uh, have the, 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 the heart surgery for the children's people that doesn't have any financial statement, uh, either in the Dominican Republic or, or in Massachusetts and Boston. Um, this is something that, like you guys know, is something that I love doing. Well, good for you, David, and it's great work, and we appreciate you doing it. And we're thankful that you have the uh, we have the opportunity to talk to you about it. We also want to talk uh, a little baseball with you. You know that mm -hmm. Craig Reslow is the new chief baseball officer of the Red Sox. You were teammates with him twice. Um, what what are your remembrances of him as a teammate? And did you get a sense in playing with him that he might do something like this post retirement? Well, the thing that I remember about uh, Greg Breslow is that uh, he's an incredible human being, good guy, uh, very humble, very smart. He, uh, I keep on telling people that he he didn't have the best stuff, but the stuff that he had, he was smart enough to use it in a way that helped us to win games and settle his career. I mean... He was a guy that he wasn't noisy. He was a guy that he always was looking for the best interest of the team. He went, uh, he went through the winning era that we have with us. He know what a clubhouse need to be like to win. He got a lot of things, a lot of good things under his belt. You know, that a lot of GNs coming into the clubhouse, coming into the organization, don't know about. So I hope, I want to wish him the best of luck, and I hope he use all those, uh, that credential that he knows, that he personally knows, to help us to uh, uh, solve in a better situation for the upcoming seasons. David, Sean and I are headed to the winter meetings in Nashville uh, next week should be a very busy time across baseball. Red Sox really have not done much so far in terms of free agents, trades. Everybody knows they need pitching. What would you like to see? Would you like to see them make a big splash? Would you like to see a few arms? Or, you know, if you're the GM, which moves are you making? Well, as a Red Sox for life, I would like to see. I mean, you got a guy like Snell out there that is a free agent. Montgomery is a free agent. I mean, you have guys that are capable of, uh, doing special things for you. I would like to have them all, but unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, you can only do so much. Um, I know that the rest of haven't made any move until now, but they, they, like you say, the winter meetings are coming, and there's a lot of things happening during the winter meeting. I hope that's that's the that's the game plan. I hope that's that's the case. So I'm not feeling all desperate yet because. They, they, the winner meeting haven't come through yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as of right now, it seems like 
that's the new thing in baseball. Uh, over the past, I would say, five years or even more, people, organizations are waiting into the winter meeting to get to know the player, at least have a dinner or whatever with the players, and then go from there. Because when you're going to pay that much money to a player, you want to know more than what he does on the field and this and that. So I think the winter meeting are that that type of opportunity for organization to get to uh, handle the business with players and then move on. So uh, I'm crossing my finger and expecting something to happen during the winter meeting. David, you were, I believe, an eight-time winner of the Edgar Martinez Award, which at this point should probably be the David Ortiz Award for best <laughs> DH in baseball. I'm wondering where you see that position um, evolving to in the game. Uh, Craig Breslow has said that he would kind of prefer to rotate a number of different guys through there to give some options to Alex, uh, give some flexibility to the roster. And that seems to be the trend in the game. I think only four guys had more than 100 games started at DH. You were, of course, an everyday guy because you were such a force in that role. Where do you think the DH is going from here? Well, to be honest with you, I'm going to tell you what I think when it comes down to that. Not many guys like to DH. Dating things, sometimes it works, but most of the time it doesn't because guys, they like to be involved in the action. I had to adjust myself to be a full-time DH. It was because I don't want to create any chaos. I don't want to. I don't want to walk in the in the in opposite way of winning, creating any drama or any of it. Because I was okay at first base, you know, and, and, and they used to throw me out there, especially in those World Series and and Interly, and and I would I would have done okay, but. I got I got myself used to de aging, and and and, and I I throw all my focus into it, and I got prepared for that. And as a player, you like to know what your role gonna be. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna play defense, if you're gonna be a DH, if you're gonna be a bench player, so you mentally can prepare yourself for. You know what I'm saying? There's guys that they have one or two games one or two good games as a DH, and now you're putting things on people's head. But in your mind, you want to go out there and play defense. You know what I'm saying? And that can be a distraction for you as a player and even for the team. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and all of a sudden, you create a chaos without even knowing. So me, personally, I prefer to have a guy that I know, that he knows that he's going to be ready to be DHing out there every day so he create his own routine, and go from there. The rotating things, not too many guys agree with that. Trust me. I mean, you put the guy in the lineup, he would not bitch about it, but it's not like he's happy about it. And you have to be careful with that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we have a guy who played a lot of, how many games Justin Turner played as DH last year? 90-something. Okay. Hold, hold on to it. And he's a good third baseman. Yep. But you know what? He know that we have Rafi. I had to be out there every day. So he mentally prepared to be a DH every day. Basically, he's a little older, you know, and he want to help. He's a winner. He's a leader. 
and he give you his best because he mentally will prepare for that. Now, if you put in two gain out there and then two gain as a DH and then you rotate and put somebody as a DH, you bench him, uh, okay, now tomorrow I want you to play. It's a different mentality. Right. You know what I'm saying? David, the, the last few years have not been great ones for the Red Sox, excepting 2021. Two straight last place finishes, three last place finishes in the last four years, some scaled back spending in terms of payroll. What's your assessment of where the franchise is and the direction the ownership is trying to take it right now? Well, where we are right now, it's not a good shape. I mean, numbers don't lie. Um, Last year, you can tell that the fans were very disappointed with the way things were going. I I don't remember seeing Fenway Park uh, that empty in home games. Uh, I saw that quite uh, often uh, last year. And let me tell you, the team carry a lot of injuries. The team play uh, over 500 into the last, what, three weeks of the season where everything really fell apart. And playing 500, still the last place because of the division that we are in. Everybody play over 500 on that division. Everybody had got better. And I would say this, they know that the competition as of right now another division is 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 other best because you got teams like Baltimore leading the division you have team like Tampa doing what they do every year even if during the playoff they fall apart you have the Blue Jays uh getting better also and then you have to deal with the Yankees who you know that every year they're going to try to do something to dominate that division so the message that you should get is <laughs> I had to pull that trigger. I have to go out there and get the best player out there during the offseason that can hold me to dominate in that division because nothing goes for free. There's no free passes in that division. There's no free passes. In that division, you go or you go. You cannot, you cannot see back and wait for things to happen. You got to chase those things for that to happen. So the Red Sox need to jump back on that wagon. We need to, you know, get aggressive uh, during this offseason because we are we are at the age where we had to turn back the clock and give the fans what we got them used to, winning. You know what I'm saying? We had to find a way. And not just winning because we were winning. We played 500. It's, it's win to to play 700 so we can come out on top of that division because 500 is not good enough. If you want to give fans a, a – tell fans where they can contribute or where they can help out with your charitable endeavors. Uh, we had a uh, David Ortiz Children Fund Dark Org where they can go in there and pull so many items that are uh, uh, celebrity and all people – a lot of people all the way around the world have been able to donate uh, to continue raising money to uh, to continue – saving children's life. So go in there. Uh, God bless you. Thank you very much for the support throughout the year. And see you when I see you.
As always, we appreciate any guest who comes on, but a Hall of Famer, I think we uh, appreciate even a little more. We know how busy David Ortiz is. Hope you enjoyed listening. Unfortunately, David Ortiz is not going to be responsive on our Fenway Rundown Insider Text Program, Sean, but you are, I am, and Chris Smith as well. Uh, so just remind people one more time where they can access that program. Yeah, it's the perfect time to sign up, Chris, because the winter meetings are getting underway next week. You and I will be there, of course. Chris Smith is on the case. You can access us throughout the winter into spring training all of next year. If you have questions or comments about the Red Sox and you want our input and response, all you have to do is join our Fenway Rundown Red Sox Insider Text Program. It's simple, it's affordable, and it's a lot of fun. People are enjoying it. It's free for 14 days, and then it's a $4.99 monthly charge. All you have to do is text the word JOIN to 617-751-6257, then click the link and subscribe today. Join us. A lot of people are uh, having a good time with it, and we hope you join us too. We'll be back next week. Lots of action. Sean and I both in Nashville for the winter meetings. Expect the Red Sox to make some moves. We'll have it all covered here on the Fenway Rundown and MassLive.com, as always. This has been the Fenway Rundown, brought to you by Mass Live.